Yeah! Happy Comic Book Day and welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, the co-founders of U.S. Comics. Charlie, happy bloody comic book day. Happy bloody comic book day to you and to everyone listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Mary Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please smash that like and or follow button and hit that comment section like it's taking away your residuals and replacing you with a computer. Oh, buddies. Oh, my buddies. You two at two Writers Guild of America, Tay, on fucking believable charlie i feel like it was just last week where we were talking about this like on the, on the precipice of possibility and kind of laughing it off not not in the case that it was funny because it's not funny in any way no 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 but uh in the sense of like they'll get it done like the same way that we felt like when when we started losing baseball games to the yeah. to the fucking player strike we're like what what are, you, what are we talking about here we just got through this whole thing and then now we're gonna fight over whether we're playing or not and just like the the baseball strike you have voices out here who are basically saying fuck the writers i need my content so again before if anybody is uh somehow some way uh unaware of what's going on the writers guild of america the people who are responsible for the seed of all the content that we inevitably uh, live off of. Like it's our escape. It's our, the, it's, the, it's the medicine for all the ills of reality. Um, those good, hardworking people have jumped on the picket lines because they are being done dirty. They are being done dirty, bro. It is absurd. And they're, you know, they're they're not gonna stand and, uh, idly by and fucking take it. And I am a hundred percent behind them. What, what about you, Charlie? Yeah, I mean, I think last week the reason we we laughed it off wasn't because it wasn't serious. It was it was a little bit because we were stupid. But more importantly, this doesn't have much nuance. This has a right side and a wrong side. This it is, is heroes very black and white, and it has villains. So the, the fact that I, I woke up yesterday, the strike officially started, and I'm on social media like always, and I'm seeing post after post about people who are like, fuck the writers, was one of the biggest plot twists I've experienced in recent memory. Because, Unbelievable, and, and dude. I, I'll, Unbelievable. I'll let you dive into the details, but this yeah. is a situation where we know for a fact they're trying to kill writers rooms and we currently have writers of massive shows that appear on streaming that are, some of which are getting like government subsidized to pay their rent they're so poorly paid you're talking about the writers the writers are so poorly paid meanwhile record-breaking year for ceos there are there there are companies that have made more than what the writers are asking for. A singular person made more last year than the writers are asking yeah. to be split amongst all of them. It's absurd, John. Do you want to educate the people a little bit? Yeah, on, on yeah. What went yeah. down? 
Right, for sure. And um, like I said, a lot of times these type of conflicts boil down to, well, how does it affect me? Like I'm talking about the consumer mentality. Yeah. And I don't My know what person, it, me. What, <laughs> whatever it is about about us as end, uh, as end users, like we are just, we have such blinders on to the how it affects me uh, mentality of it all. But when you boil it down, if you if you took away the the aspects of it, which are like definitive of what's on your plate at the end of the day, there's there's really no question. So and it's funny because it plays out like the plot of a thousand sci fi movies that we've watched, like on the episode description, I could have gone on and on with every fucking example uh, over how humankind gets fucked over in the long run. But uh, again, uh, the the Writers Guild of America, um, they're they're on strike, and there's a few very very specific things. You had mentioned it prior. Thunder stealing some of bitch. Um, <laughs> streaming is a huge component, right? So if it feels like the writers were just on strike, they they kind of were. They they were and and they weren't. I actually looked it up before we started today. The last writer strike started on November 5th, 2007, which is a long time ago. Like, this wasn't just yesterday, but in this digital age, it kind of was just yesterday. So the agreements that they came to at that time, uh, when it came to streaming, streaming was fledgling at that point. Like, it was very, very in the, uh, like, in that, you know, that, that new relationship honeymoon phase where, like, Everything she says is cute. She farts on the blanket. You're like, oh, teehee, you're so silly. Uh, where now you're like, yo, did you just Dutch oven me? Because streaming <laughs> has grown into a behemoth. Streaming is like going out on girls' nights. Streaming is like, oh, my parents are going to stay over the apartment this weekend. Like, uh, streaming is eating your favorite fridge, uh, favorite leftovers out of the fridge in the middle of the night. And you wake up in the morning like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get on those ribs. Where are the ribs streaming? Where are the ribs? Um, streaming is, is, a, is a monster. Streaming has killed many, many uh, entertainment outlets that we had kind of grown accustomed to throughout our lifetime. And at the point, Charlie, in 2007, going into 2008, because it took a long time, the last strike, they made concessions because streaming was a baby. Yeah. Now streaming is the biggest thing. It's the it's the monster in the room, and um, Charlie. Some of these writers' agreements, they were getting dick. They were getting no balls, pure dick for the work that they were doing for for the residuals on the streaming work. Now, like old school style, you would write something, you'd contribute. If you were lucky enough to to write something that got onto Friends or Seinfeld, you are literally living off of those residuals to this day. Which is the right thing to do because the the pub uh, the producers of that that type of programming are also living in mansions based on mostly the residuals. Great. Now, Charlie, what if you wrote something today and it ends up on streaming tomorrow? What are your residuals? You should be set for life, right? Wrong. Wrong. So they're getting dick for residuals. That's number one. Just a general cost of life increase. We're in the middle of inflation. The political talk is just starting to get out there. And uh, one thing that we cannot deny is inflation. Uh, just a fucking cost of living. That's what unions are for. That's to say, hey, 
there's real people on the other side of this fucking picket line and they got bills to pay they gotta eat just the general cost of living increase so even just based on that they would be entirely justified to jump on the picket lines but also as well as charlie there is a new fucking player on the field and that robotic summer bitch does not play fair the entire battle is really centered on and and the media like the monster that it is is completely focused on the battle versus a i artificial intelligence doing a lot of quote-unquote creative work and the 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 human beings who are li- who are sourced constantly for ai work ai is an original creations ai is yeah. like i'm gonna take a little bit of this i'm gonna take a little bit of that and fucking uh, um you know uh smorgasbord it together little jambalaya and there's like oh here's something new teehee oh it's robot you sneaky little minx it is bullshit charlie so they're like hey how about a little guarantee that you're not gonna take my job and give it to ai so there are multiple battlefronts well you know the the big concern i have with this ai bullshit is twofold one mm-hmm. like you said no one's getting asked if they want their work pulled into this giant fucking brain that is the internet that's then capable to take both batman 89 and batman and robin and consider them equals and splice them into whatever the new batman flick's gonna be and also we've this is this is removing the writers from it these two concerns Mm -hmm. then the other problem is some of the absolute worst movies ever are put together by like 30 writers ai is basically a hundred thousand writers in a room churning out the most generic shit so ellis over on youtube breaking balls like he does oh so well he said given the garbage entertainment that these writers have been churning out and to him i say no no ellis it's not the writers, because the writers are brought in for a reason. What now, it tends to be, yeah, just real just quick, what it tends really to be yeah. is it's the machine. It's the fucking suits, as always, that mandate these 70 aspects. Who the fuck you think would be punching this shit in the AI machine? But John, to you. Well, yeah, again, you, you make a very, very good point. When you do, like, anyone who's gone over to chat, fucking blah, 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 and, uh, you know, let me get a little head start, let me, let me get a little, uh, uh, let me get a little assistance turning this nugget into, uh, into a kernel that can then grow, um, you can't just, like, you can't expect it to read your mind. So you have to give a certain set of protocols in which to, the, the process needs to begin, and, and look, I don't blame AI, right, just... And I know you're listening out there. Inevitably, when you guys take over, I'm still cool. I just don't like you writing my my favorite adaptations on TV or so a big or small screen. But um, I'll say to Ellis this, and I, I do know that to a degree you were breaking balls. But um, let's say, hypothetically speaking, we lived in the worst era. We don't. But let's say we did. We lived in the worst era of... A large and small screen entertainment never mind the fact that there's more to watch than ever before in human recorded history um let's pretend even that didn't exist let's go ahead and eliminate that and say you know what they're 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 on the strike line they're on the picket lines uh indefinitely we are we are being rerunned 
to death. It has already started. So again, the strike fucking hit the ground running. The first ones to say we're on a permanent hold right now were the uh, the late night shows. Now, our mother, who, who may or may not be in chat right now, uh, she begins each and every day. Granted, she doesn't watch them when they're when they're happening. The late night uh, talk show hosts, they got their little quips. They're talking about the current events. That's how she keeps up to date. Charlie, who's who's victim number one in this? Our very own Mama Rivera. She cannot watch her her little tee-hee-hees from the night before. Those are the first ones to go on to rerun. And what's really interesting about that is that's some timely shit. They're talking about yep. stuff that happened day of. That's immediately gone. So you know that great show that you're so looking forward to the next season? It ain't happening, bro. It's it's not coming anytime soon. I had mentioned before the last writer strike. It took place from November fifth, two thousand seven, to February twelfth, two thousand and eight. That is a long fucking time. That's the length of time where your fall schedule becomes affected. So never mind if you want to say, you know what, the daily shows, literally and figuratively. Uh, I, they don't really float and they don't float my boat. I'm really into content that I watch on streaming. A lot of it's been shot already. There's no reason for that to be delayed in its release. And you would be right, except what happen, What happens after it, right? So uh, teaser for next week, uh, we're going to be talking about Sweet Tooth, whose yes. second season just dropped. And um, guess what, Charlie? It was well received by other people. We'll talk about us uh, out the way we took it, but it was it's been well received to the point where we're like, hey, season three is coming. Is it though? Like, is it everything is being pushed on the back burner now? Look, we're we are a we are a, an audience, right? We're a generation of what's next. You yeah. say it all the time. One is good, a million more is better. How long is it gonna take before? The, the, the fucking claws come out and the teeth are bared because we're all about the new, new. It's ridiculous. I can tell you, I can tell you, we know for a fact there were massive billion dollar potential projects killed in the last writer strike. Justice League Mortal was supposed to be the big cinematic DC launching pad. They were going to launch with the Justice League. They had costumes. They had sets, they had scripts, they had actors ready to go. The last strike wound up killing that because they were in the middle of rewrites. But the production had started. P people were paid and ready to go and it all collapsed. And Justice League Mortal is a great example because it never came back. There were people that were going to have their lives changed as actors that lost those chances because suits didn't want to make the bare minimal contract changes. The point of a union, the point of, of the guild itself is to make sure it's people are taken care of. And again, like you said, the optics become, how does this affect me? And what's going to happen is as the strike goes on, we're going to hear about projects dying. And we yeah. just heard well, about here, a bunch here's the of thing, exciting Charlie. Star Wars projects. They're all potentially going to get murked. It, there's a lot of shit well, that yeah, can go but, down but in a you, very short You know what? Star, Star Wars isn't the best example because Star Wars projects wither and die on the vine all the fucking time. <laughs> Captain you know Kennedy what you can 
fuck right off to a galaxy very far away. Um, but you know what, though, Charlie? There are very beloved projects which absolutely have uh, have suffered. You know, Ellis jokes that you know maybe Sweet Tooth wouldn't be the worst. Um, wouldn't be the he worst. He gets one more sassy in my comment. Opinion. He gets Fuck one man, more he... sassy fucking comment, and then I need Look, him to tell me Ellis something is... new he likes. Ellis, uh, his middle name is Salty, so I'm gonna give him a pass on that. But you know what, though, one fucking show uh, came immediately to mind when I started reading about this when my radar dish kind of really swiveled in that direction um charlie how dope was the first season of heroes oh my god fucking incredibly dope the first season of heroes save the cheerleaders save the world ready. charlie cannot help himself yes absolutely um the entire all of us were ready to save the fucking cheerleader save the world uh, can I ask Charlie? Or uh, what about season two of Heroes? Oh, uh, arguably the biggest pile of dog shit since that extra Bro, season of Lost we got. Heroes is exactly what happens when the plot line of the replacements is a sad movie. If, if fucking replacements, rather than Kanunu <laughs> coming through and saving the day, and he was saving the cheerleader and saving the world. See, Charlie, that's the transition I was going for, but hey, that's, that's, it's all right, it's all right. Um, Kanunu, he was the hero at the end of the day. Guys, I hate to tell you this, and this might actually be a creation of AI, uh, which would be the first and last good fucking usage of it. Keanu Reeves not, might not actually be a real person. He might be a complete creation of the Matrix. And I got news for you. He's not real. So when a show like Heroes, which starts like hot fire, everybody universally loves it, and they are a victim of that last writer strike, and they're like, hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and pull a little bit of this and pull a little bit of that and maybe get a couple of people that don't quite have the resume. What ends up resulting as a fucking, uh, you know, on the, on the other side of the equation sign, it stinks on ice. It wasn't fucking just Heroes, Charlie. Lost. Remember those first couple of fucking seasons of Lost? Fuck Unbelievable. Yeah. Dope. Everybody's into it, Charlie. There were Lost parties happening all over the place where, like, where the all of a sudden the no frills style of like cereal and soda, where it's like it's a, a bottle with a white label that says soda. Dude, those were selling out of stores people were so into lost um that didn't last too long because between season three and season four the fucking writer strike at the time rolled through like a goddamn hurricane and all of the momentum was lost um even like shows that kind of most people i should say agree maintained at least at least to a degree where you saw the ending come and like you're still sad about it the office right you yeah. go back, if you watch The Office in its complete run, there's a lot of peaks and valleys, my man. We can love, and I do, love The Office as a whole. Because um, on the whole, preparation age was good. Um, on the whole, The Office is a great show, but you can't, no one can say, yep, I loved it at an 8.5 level all the way through. Yeah. That is horse shit. Because there are moments... Uh, where we were just not that fucking into it. One of Charlie Rivera's very, very favorites that he um, that he swears by, Smallville. Charlie will go to the to the to the fucking point oh oh one seconds left in the fourth quarter, swearing, swearing by that goofy ass Smallville show. Uh, I will not. 
But um, Smallville season seven was supposed to have a twenty-two episode season, right? Fifteen of them only were done before that strike uh, took place. And dude, it was like Kryptonite hit my man in the brown eye, uh, and went in a couple of inches. Like Kryptonite gave him a proctology exam. Uh, just fucking, just, just absolutely brutal, dude. The it's list just, goes on and on. I'm not gonna bore you, but you get the idea. It's just such, again, it's so fucking black and white. My frustration is out of control because I never, ever thought that this would happen again. We know what the end game is. We know what the result is, and it's less. It's things being worse, not better. Already, directly, my brother and I are affected. Fucking James Gunn, like him, love him, hate him, who's about to have one of the biggest movies of the year drop. From what I understand, it's his fucking epic, beautiful thing. I haven't seen any fucking trailers, but I hear it seems like it's going to be pretty good. It's definitely going to make a shit ton of money. His next project was supposed to be fucking Superman for the new direction of DC Gods and Monsters. That shit, those doors are closed right now. He took the pen, put the cap on, and put it down. I mean, we look... I don't want to get uh, I don't want to get hysterical here. Like obviously, Superman Legacy is gonna happen, but it's definitely thank God he's happening it. later. Had this strike not happened, we would have gotten Superman Legacy sooner than ultimately we will. You know what was affected actually? Uh, so Charlie and I are both huge John Mulaney fans. Maybe now even bigger than ever. Good close personal friend of ours. Uh, we got a couple photos with uh, him and Nick Kroll. Let's go. No big deal. It's no big deal. Um, but that all being said, he just dropped a very personal, very funny special. Even something like that, Charlie. Things and and obviously there's one writer affected uh, on that project, John Mulaney. But um, that was supposed to have this big showing out in LA. He said, Nah, nah, man, fuck that shit. When things like this happen, ultimately, what 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 happens uh, across the board? You're forced to a decision, right? There's yeah. a line drawn in the sand, and you're not allowed to play Switzerland here. You have to pick a side. You have to. And the, where I'm coming from is if you pick the opposite side, I'm now, now I'm making really uh, serious and long-lasting opinions about you. Because like you mentioned before, Charlie, and I rarely agree with you to this degree... <laughs> On principle, you this don't agree with me. The, yeah, yeah, just to keep things interesting. This is 100% the good guys versus the bad guys. This is white hat v. black hat. And, um, you know, it's a 2% versus 98% scenario. So even if you were personally affected, if there was a U.S. Comics Studios, I would still, and I'm being 100% sincere, I would still be like, nope, right is right. And this ain't right, man. The without yeah. these people, guys, without these people, we will lose more than half of the shit that we love out there. The stuff that sustains us. This world is a fucked up, unfun world. That's the truth of it. And and I'm not yeah. saying that it's any more or less like that than any other period in time. But this is the period of time we live in. We don't have a DeLorean. Yeah. We don't have an option to say, ah, I'm going to go on fucking check this out, right? Um, this is what we got. So if somebody is, uh, somebody is sweetening our fucking pie, how are we going to say, nah, fuck those guys? Fuck those people, I should say. I'm sorry. 
Uh, it, it's it's just silly to me, man. I do not think there's any question mark here. I, I do not think that this is up for debate. Right is right. And, and you know, uh, you and, got and, you got to show support, man. And for some people, even if it doesn't necessarily directly affect you, even if you personally sitting, watching this, listening to this, or saying to yourself, I could go a couple years without fucking original content. AI I can generate whatever the fuck. You have to understand that for some people... Not even the writers I'm talking about. I'm talking about us, like the us's of the world. For some people, this shit is life and death. Like you said at the very top of this segment, this shit is important for a lot of people to escape what has been a brutal fucking world for three years. And I, and I mentioned it a few weeks ago. I suspect that there are people affected in ways that they're unaware of. I don't need less happy in my life i don't need less distractions in my life i don't need less shit on the horizon and again it sounds maybe silly maybe it sounds superficial even but i don't give a fuck the same nah, way that the baseball strike affected people we have a friend who fucking lives for baseball he fucking basically lives at city field More- more than one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but no. You're you're a hundred percent right. Real. The, it's high stakes. The, the 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 issue, though, Charlie, I think is this: is that a lot of a lot of heads out there, they're so caught up with other shit that um, they it's not that they don't care. I don't want to come off as like preachy too late. Uh, I don't want to come off as soapboxy. I don't want to come off like a fucking half-assed pundit who I'm like, I'm going to tell you what to think. No, no, no. I'm just saying you you really do need to pay attention to the degree of like when somebody says, hey, what do you think about this issue? <clears throat> you need to know enough to say, to have enough factual information. I'm not talking about like YouTube videos where you can just pull up your, your, pull up your, your opinion and regurgitate it. Look at the fucking facts. And this boils down to very, very simple things. Um, are people, is a, is, a, is a workman worth his or her wage? I say fuck yes. Because if, you, if they say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do something different, which of course this is a free country. They're clearly more than, more than welcome and uh, able to do so. Uh, who's going to suffer then? Me. This guy. So even if you want to make it a purely yeah. selfish thing, say, do I want to suffer by playing the, the, the tough ass? No, I do not. Um, also, as well as, do you think that stealing is okay? Because AI, just the same way that we were talking on this very channel about AI art being theft, AI writing is also very much theft. Granted, it, is, there, is there always a fucking tremendous victim? Is there somebody that's going to get put on the streets because you need a fucking head start on a, on a, a zinger that you can tell when you're fucking, you know, pitching the board, uh, you know, a goofy story? No, no, there's probably not. But if you take that one instance and you fucking multiply it times the thousand or 10,000 or 100,000 other instances, then yeah, someone is going to suffer because even if it was on Fiverr, if you have to throw some poor schmuck, some college student, some whomever, five bucks to say, hey, give me three introductory lines for a speech that I'm about to give. They're not writing the speech, Charlie, and neither is AI, not one that's going to be any good. But they'll say, oh, here's your zinger. A workman is worth its wage. Uh, the spiritual people out there are going to completely get that reference. 
Uh, and also as well as anyone who has gone to the pump in the last year, anybody, not Charlie, anybody who has picked up a gallon of milk and be like, what the fuck? Hey, uh, how is your egg compartment doing nowadays? Not so great. Guys, there are things happening out here in the world. The writer's union is a union just like any other. The difference is that we are impacted by it fucking directly uh, on a one-for-one -one basis. Every time you click on the fucking large 65-inch, uh, or 75 if you're Charlie, um, you know, you are seeing that direct result of their efforts. We're the beneficiaries. They're getting fucked over, but guess what? With the strike, we're getting fucked over too. Be very careful what direction you aim your ire. Human nature makes us want to fucking punch down. Don't punch down. Fuck the suits. Fuck AI. Punch up. Punch up. And uh, the bottom line is this. If you do not think that the suits are the bad guys in this situation, uh, if you come out saying that, no, 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 no. The writers, they're replaceable. Charlie, you know what you are. You are just like George Toy Boy Lucas. You are a goddamn liar. Why? Because Han shot Han first. Han shot first. Not a Han shot first, but uh, I'm hemorrhaging right now because of it. A salute. Guys, salute. Writers Guild, we're with you. Ugh. Ugh. Speaking of writers, you guys could be writers. You guys could join our chat right now if you're watching live. Do it. Ask questions. Tell us your controversial opinions we <laughs> talked about writers we talked about the the impending doom let's get joyful let's go back to our yeah reps. let's let's bring it up let's positive this up let's fucking talk about comics good bad and left john my boy went to his closet he went in the back to that dry cleaning bag that has been sitting there since 1993 he tore it open, and he busted out his leather jacket because Connor Kent, Superboy, oh. Oh, not man. Super Latino man like you, Superboy is back with a new ongoing series. Superboy, the man of yeah. tomorrow in all of his 90s nostalgia, is trying to find his way into a brand new world. Uh, part of last week's uh, comic book pull list for me, I finally got around to reading it and I, I i gotta tell you i probably needed a, a pipe and smoking jacket while reading uh <laughs> superboy i am on record before we dive into the start of this uh of this comic yeah. which for the record i am rooting for but i'll give you a hint there's a reason i'm not my mentioning the writer uh or artist team yet john you're on record as uh what was the oh you fucking hate derivative characters and i suspect that a clone might be the worst derivative of them all now connor kent has a bit of a spin because he is part superman part lex luther with the hair of a uh, john might i argue what are your general thoughts on connor kent superboy all right so um I hate him. I, I hate him. 
I, I all hate the subtlety him. of a fucking brick, John. <laughs> I I hate him conceptually, um, because the purists out there like myself know there is one Superboy, and his name is Kal El. Super the the situation you know like uh how long did you go sincere question Charlie how long did you go in life under the false impression that a pony was a baby horse be honest oh, bro so, like t- till twenty twenty <laughs> when I had enough you, downtime to do some today, reading were you today years old <laughs> right at um, the start of the no, pandemic I'm like today can't I, get any worse. <laughs> Charlie's like, now I gotta throw away all my my little ponies, Dad. Gummit. Um, look, I mean, what what would you say we get about three hundred per per episode at this point? If you combine all of the outlets, I guarantee yeah. within that three hundred, maybe more, because it's a little bit controversial topics. But within that three hundred, bro, I I guarantee you there are three people listening. Like, what what? Say say that one more t- time. I think you know I think Ryan just outed Ryan himself. Taylor. <laughs> you gotta love Brian Taylor coming through on the Facebook chat. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say there was Brian and then maybe two more people. <laughs> Brian's reaction would be like, if you ask everybody in this room, I bet you nobody knew. Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, Brian's indeed a very smart fella. Um, I just love yeah, that Charlie... his profile picture has a cowboy hat on. He's well, showing yeah, of off course. his lady bomb piece if, and he's if, like, also, <laughs> cowboy if hat. Anybody, Let's talk if ponies, anybody, motherfucker. If anybody is a pony rider, it's the guy with the cowboy hat on. Um, but yeah, in the same way that uh, the the distinction between pony and horse was not made. So, so what's up, Brian? So many people, um, they're like, oh yeah, Superboy, that's Superman Young. No, 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 no. Back in the day, back in the golden era of John reading comic books, absolutely that was the case. Matter of fact, he has one of the single most interesting uh, um adolescent hoods that there is in all of comic book dumb because superman as we know him kal-el when he was just a superboy you know where he grew up charlie in the fucking future man in the fucking future that's what uh that's what made him the man that he was uh because god knows that version of superman is uh, we haven't seen in a long time but now we have 72 superboys and connor Forgive me, Charlie, because I know you're a fan. Connor might be the fucking worst of them. Connor, here's the problem, right? First and first, mostly, I love him. I love him. I can't help but love him. I root for him. Also, though, without question, as far as normies go, as normal as this wild world we live in gets, Connor Kent is, without question, the most popular and best known Superboy because of Titans. But because of the cartoon Teen Titans from Cartoon Network, we're living in a generation that grew up on little clone Superboy. He's on the Titans live action show. He's in every iteration of the cartoon. The big screen film based on the little screen show, that's Connor. Um, This version maybe isn't. The the most common version is the t-shirt Red S, but that is the same Connor Kent. They gave him back his 90s haircut. He busted out a new questionable costume uh, in 2023. And then the the Because the, the Fonzie jacket was much better. Well, John. The Fonzie jacket. 
over his uh, his jazzercise fucking yes. leotard. Yeah, no, that was that was a much better outfit there, Connor. John, you douche. They they also added yeah. little spikes on the shoulders to really just make everybody to protect them. To like look, yeah, just in exactly. case, so, you know, somebody. Oh, oh, I, I have an ouchie. Yeah. So in 2023, the only way to address this version of Superboy is the story that they told in issue one. Came out last week. Pick it up. It's worth the gamble for four bucks. Maybe you'll like it more than I did. Spoiler alert. The comic goes about addressing the fact that the skies are very full in the world of DC right now. You have regular Superman Kal-El. You have the current acting Superman, John Kent. You have Supergirl on one of her best runs ever. If you're not reading Supergirl, do yourself a favor. That character is way on the come up. There's a reason that there's a planned movie for her if the writer's strike ever fucking ends. Superboy right now does not fit in the DC universe in the books or I would argue won't fit in the big screen. What this comic does by trying to address that elephant in the room, though, is they've pinned themselves in a corner. Because Connor's not the best person with an S on his chest. He's not the newest. He's not the hippest. Hell, he has the audacity of not even being in an interesting relationship. Can this I just interject book, real quick? Connor yeah. is the DC Comics version of Cousin Greg. I'm fucking... Uh, uh, fucking uh, uh, the, the best fucking show if anyone is not watching Secession uh, fix that fix that right now he's Cousin Greg he's just John, not as tall not to beat the hell out of a point the comic would have been better if they approached it from a Cousin Greg way if you told me that you were going to relaunch Connor Kent and he was going to be like stuck in the 90s when he showed up on earth as like a clone, he popped out and he's like, "What up, y'all? I'm 18." If you told me the whole Hello, time, he'd fellow be like, kids, <laughs> if he kept going to like Clark and being like, "Hey, man, you know your kid's kind of a douche stealing your title, right?" And Clark's like, "No, man, not at all." He's like, "Yeah, I didn't think so, but Supergirl said that shit. You should talk to her." And then like flew away. I'd be way he more would, interested. This is he would this be is an example. he would be acting like Joey Lawrence. Unlike every fucking time he shows up, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Get out of here. Get out of here. I know there's I know there's a writer's strike right now. When that shit's over, <laughs> DC needs to bring you into this team. Because that's also a I've better version. So well. The the problem <laughs> is they they ha and again, I'm hoping this story gets better. I'm gonna give it five. I always tend to give books I root for five issues to, wow. to hook me. <clears throat> that's a generous, the generous read, bro. I really like Connor Kent. Like, conceptually, I don't have the same issue Why? with... with you so, know what? Can I put you under a... Can I put you, you under may. a microscope, though? Because, um... Again, you got... Uh, even your trash generation got to see a Superboy that was using the right fucking <laughs> name. Um... You got to see Superboy... At least a shit version of a Superboy proper in Smallville, because that was Superman as a boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, if that show and had any fucking the testicles, they would. I'm saying they would have like, okay, now you go off, and he would like to the future. You bam, know that. Bam, 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 Fun bam, fact. Bam, bam. That was a pitch that almost went through. 
after well, season it should four, have. they were like, yeah, regardless, it's upsetting. Regardless, it would have it would have taken a little bit more than than that to to salvage it for me. But regardless, so anyone who doesn't know the origin, Charlie actually talked about it earlier. <laughs> I know Ellis's. I talk Ellis's language. Um, Ellis saying that the Joey Lawrence reference just fixed uh, his love for Connor Kent. That's that's dynamite. Um, so so uh, with the death of Superman, because we tend to bullshit over, and I realize not everybody are quite the geeks that we are. So everyone remembers or that are aware of, because it was a cultural now milestone. Superman dies. Superman dies, quote unquote, at the hands of Doomsday who might have been the worst conceived fucking Big Bad to do the job, but that's what they went with. Big Gray Hulk. Uh, fine. No, I'm not talking about the good Gray Hulk. I'm talking about the bad, bony, horny Gray Hulk. He had spikies, you know. That makes him scary. Granted, if you punched me square in the face and then I just grew like a fucking set of bone spikes, I realize that could be problematic, but uh, not if you're Superman, regardless they bring on Doomsday. They kill "quote unquote" Superman, and uh, we're without Superman. Without the skies were empty to use Charlie's parlance uh, for about five fucking minutes. Because <laughs> no sooner had we tucked away our black bagged fucking never to be opened uh, Superman issue, which I have three of maybe behind me, um, four Supermen showed up. Right. So who did we get? We got Cyborg Superman. Who looked a mess. He looked like Terminator. Had a little bit of a fucking fling with Superman. Before his time bubble popped. And uh, this is the bastard that popped out of it. Um, we had Eradicator. As we came to know him. Superman. Who the was. The most 90s Superman ever. He, he, he looked like he had just had cataract surgery. So he had like the big blocker sunglasses on. He had a half black costume on. Which, which we know people love. Um, we had Steel, who was like, hey, I look just <laughs> like Shaquille O'Neal as Ellis Gates, um, but uh, but I'm, I'm like Iron Man, but I got a cape for some fucking... And a hammer, because why not? Uh, and then you had Charlie's trash Fonzie Fonzarello. Orello. <laughs> Fonzie Fonzarelli. I like uh, Fonzarello better. <laughs> Fonzarello was uh, his name before he got to Ellis Island, and they fucked it up when they wrote the, they wrote in the book. Um, then you had Connor Kent. Now Connor was like, "Oh shit, Superman's back, and he's young." No, no, like Charlie mentioned before, he ended up being a clone of not just Superman DNA, which I didn't think was possible, but also Lex Luthor. So it was like you know those kids on the bus who were always kind of a dick. They were like showing off. They definitely had this same leather jacket and they wore it in July because you're like, oh, why are you such a dick, dude? He's like, well, at the in the therapist's office, he's like, well, you know what it is? My parents hate each other. That is literally Connor Kent's fucking backstory. His dad is Clark Kent. His other dad is Lex Luthor. How could anyone expect him to be a cool cat? He can't be. And he's not. Yeah, no. It's just not possible. It's not possible. But therein lies, because the, 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 that beautiful rant brought to you by Sergeant Finesse Gaming, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> that beautiful rant um, skipped over what was originally, I imagine, your question, which is why the fuck do I like Connor Kent? And that's because he is a product of when I was like the most all in, right? The death of Superman broke my little heart and i was positive he wasn't coming back because that's what they told me 
They said, no, we're super cereal this time. Oh, Charlie. Charlie's like, boop, y'all swallow whatever you got. Time, time to invest in this bullshit. And what I loved on the other side of Reign of the Supermen, where the four Supermen, uh, Steel is still running around, kind of, but generous. He's D-level. Yeah. Eradicator got, you know, he, he, he pulled that bullshit where he's like, I'm going to do a babyface turn and then death die. And fucking Cyborg is still running around, kind of, when it's convenient. What was interesting to me about Superboy was this is a character who, like a lot of great characters, is broken and, like, moves past it. It's not It's not so fucking one note that every issue he needs to be like, but half of me is naughty! There's, there's not this fucking endless need <laughs> to, to regurgitate it. However... With how DC Comics are right now, and they're on hell of an upswing, in my opinion, in the books, you do have an interesting story to tell with the worst super person, the least legitimate. He's not. He's not. Uh. uh he's not born at all. He's a. He's a test tube, half Kryptonian, which arguably should make him physically the weakest. He has like a fun team with the Titans, but the Titans are now acting justice league level and he's not fucking part of that you have an opportunity to tell super stories outside of the baggage of a proper superman story and it's the same sort of foundation that supergirl had two years ago when she started this incredible run the problem is john just because your story mentions something Oh, I don't really have a place. Like they steamrolled their own thesis statement. They've already made it clear. All of the fucking issues. The kid that Superboy was when he showed up, the version of him that's my favorite version of the Teen Titans that's like emboldened. He's like, I'm the shit. I'm fucking Superboy, baby. The one who like tried to spit to Lois weeks after her husband died. He's like, yo, baby. You need a young stallion up in your life. He is that trash. If you take that delusional, you know, Joey Lawrence uh, uh, with the energy of like um, uh, fucking Corey's best friend from Boy Meets World. If you take that energy of like, I'm homeless, but I got a leather jacket and fucking phenomenal hair. What could go wrong? Those stories I'm very interested in. This particular comic chose not to go that route, in my opinion, in any way other than the most surface level. And that, that really disappoints me because you and I, I, I know for a fact you agree with this. Every character has a great story or two to tell. And despite the massive popularity of him on Teen Titans, the cartoon. Except vibe. This, I'll fucking murder your family. <laughs> You'll do nothing. Included. You'll do nothing. I will start with you, and I will work my way up to me, gauntlet style. Start, start with you, and and work your way up the chain, bro. Like, come on. How dude. dare don't, you? Don't be pull. A, you prefer Scott Pilgrim? Do it the way he did it. Be smart. I'm gonna be fight. Smart. I'm gonna fight Nega Charlie first. Look, my, but you, uh, you, <laughs> you, you mentioned it prior, so I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, touch back on it. Um. I don't honestly care. Like, oh, but he's this version. Ultimately, at the end of the day, 
you have a derivative character. By its very fucking nature, a derivative character is a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy, right? Uh, uh, Tyler Durden said it best. I don't know which version of me it is, but I am <laughs> Jack's utter fucking hatred of derivative characters. Now, here's the thing also. If you say, yeah, granted, here's a derivative derivative character, but that original, that motherfucker's gone. It's 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 a derivative, but it's also a replacement. That's got balls, right? That has stakes, um, plant based or animal based, whichever you prefer. That has stakes, Charlie. They they the fact that they mention it, but didn't really do anything to fix it. Yeah, the skies are full of hope symbols. The skies are full of S's, and it weakens the entire shit. Because you say that all oh, DC's on an upswing, not with their fucking big time, not with their not with their holy trinity. They're not those fucking um the uh, yeah, let, let me back up a little bit. I, that may I may have stated a little too strongly. <laughs> stories like this, stories of like oh shit, the trademark S. Oh no, not not this one. I have read more. Superman logo comic books that I didn't give a fuck about than any time in recorded history. Uh, I just don't care, man. I just don't care. And ultimately, uh, they didn't. And Charlie sent me the link. Um, they didn't do anything interesting with the character. Yeah. If you acknowledge, you're like, hey, you know what? This was a misstep. But look at the ringer we're putting this motherfucker through to the didn't point where you like ag- you'll at least begrudgingly. Yeah. Respect this character. That ain't where we're at. I just, Can I I just ask don't you a, give a fuck. I, I, as my as my kind of final thought, I want to ask you a question. To set sure, it up. sure. When mm-hmm. I told you I wanted this to be my topic, yeah. when I said, "Go ahead, here you go, go read this," while reading it, didn't you kind of every page expect, curse you like, out? Yes, yes. Didn't you expect at every page turn like, "Oh shit, he's in War World." Oh shit, they sent him back in time. Oh shit, he's working with... I, honest to God, John, when I got to the point of the book where it's like, no, we got this, bro. Like, there's two Supermen and a Supergirl. You're, this is fine. I kept expecting the turn to be that the Legion came for him. Like, the Legion needed an S who wasn't busy. I kept, for some reason, I thought those were the breadcrumbs. The book is called Man of Tomorrow. I thought, oh, which was this, the fucking tagline for Superboy in the future, right? So I thought this setup was like, oh, Connor's gonna like finally be able to step outside of the Titans and be interesting, because that's the rub. He's only interesting, and I like the character with the Teen Titans. He doesn't even work with the Titans proper, in my opinion. So like. The fact that this book seems to exist for no reason. It's not like they're losing the Superboy rights. What the fuck happened? I was so surprised. Ultimately, my take is this. Based on issue one alone, I am shocked at how not surprising it was. Because it's just a fucking boring as fuck random S story. I I was it's, so it's shockingly just... disappointed. It's just not good, bro. It's just not good. You're saying that like you expected after page turns and page turns to have the Legion show up and to make 
um, to make the, even just the title make sense. Charlie, yeah. I thought that looking at the cover, I'm like, oh, okay, they are pushing him now in that direction. They're going to separate him from the Titans because I've said this before. I think the Titans are fucking dumb as fuck. I think the Titans as a group stink on ice because me? it is literally, it's the derivatives team. Like, it is so dumb. It is so dumb with the exception of probably Beast Boy and, and, and fucking Star, Raven. Star Wars the face. Uh, not really, because she's just a fucking little baby version of her father. Um, so, so I would say probably you could have made that like a a fucking a two person team, and I'm like, well, you've taken away my derivative <laughs> argument. Um, but Charlie, now there are derivatives of derivatives. He's not just he's not even the only Superboy flying around out there. If you don't give them a home, uh, and then expect them to fucking and then still expect them to flourish, you're just you're dumb. Like that is just yeah. a dumb take. Uh, it's not as if they're just, oh, we want to keep all these writers and artists in business. You're lying. You're lying because yeah. you still give the work to like a very small uh, group of, of, of people who are granted uh, talented because they're just working with what they have. Uh, ultimately, this is a dumb story. It's a, it's not even that it's a dumb story, Charlie, because they didn't make decisions where I'm like, oh, well, you could have done X, Y, and Z. It was a, a useless, unnecessary story. You're 100% right. It is bad character, it is, uh, stupid. Stu- it's a nothing burger. It's a nothing it's, burger with cheese a, and a leather jacket. It's a nothing burger, and I and I say this. I will read the next few issues. I'm going to try to give it like I give everyone an opportunity when it's a, a character I like. But John, this felt a Just lot a generous like homework. Dum dum. What never feels like homework to me, though, John, is getting us some fucking paydays. Son, and the good news for you lovely people is that we're unlike other podcasts. You sell out for some random brand that's willing to pay a couple bucks. No, no, because today we are brought to you once again by one of our absolute favorite bands, and that, of course, is Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro. You're going to hear an amazing track at the end of the show. If you're wondering where else you can catch their act, you can follow them at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date at BadMary.com for merch and upcoming performances including their tour of japan including their new album that's about to drop but my favorite part john is that their entire discography is available on all music streaming services hell yeah and you also have to ask yourself the question where we dropping as always it is with sergeant finesse you can find him currently gaming more so than ever before on kick Dot com. He's still uh, he's still operating as a, a gaming partner on Facebook, but more and uh, more and more you're gonna find him ki- uh, kicking it on Kick.com a little bit more each week and eventually exclusively. But it's still gonna be multiple streams every day, outstanding video game content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today and tomorrow, because when the starts on deck, you salute. John, we have our first winner. For those of you paying attention, we gave away a Clerks Huzzah. 3 Open Night signed mini poster. If you want to win the other one, if you, Bobby O over on Instagram wins the first one. If you want to win Bobby. the other one, all you have to do is send us proof that you're following us on the Purple Site Twitch, who is not only owned by the Sarge, but co owned by our boy Joker Stream. 
What's up, Joker? If you, Joker, if you want a chance at winning the other Clerks Open All Night mini poster signed by Kevin Smith, all you have to do is take a little photo evidence that you're following us on Twitch and tag us over on Instagram at US Comics HQ. We had, uh, we had started really kind of beating up. Uh, we started really beating up on the derivatives. And I don't want to come across as like it's just a, uh, you know, like a there's no exceptions to the rule type of guy. Because the second that you, you really fucking sink your feet in and say, no, this is how I feel about this topic. And I always feel about this way. Um, that's the second that God is like, tee hee hee. Oh, you made plans? I hope you're sitting down because I got something for you. All of a sudden, there is somebody who rolls along who some would consider to be a derivative who you're like, fuck, no, that's tits as shit. That's great. I love that. But uh, as is always the case, Charlie, there is a reason for it. So uh, I'll ask you this question. Uh, would you consider a multiversal version of a character to be a derivative? Yes, but I don't hate That's because you're wrong. That's because you're wrong. Uh, and Charlie is just going to be a naysayer. Uh, he is going to be a fucking uh, argumentative son of a bitch. No, you're incorrect, Charlie. A derivative is if I come out and I'm like, oh, I'm the fucking Bacardi man. And Charlie's like, I'm Bacardi boy. That's a derivative. If I come out, I'm like, I'm Bacardi man. And then in another fucking multiverse, there's a variant of me who's like, I'm Bacardi man Limong. That's a fucking variant, son. That's not a derivative character. Um, but only so if it's the, the same person under the mask. Yeah, in a different reality. Sure, it's John Rivera, Bicardo, so, uh, Bacardi Man, Limong, maybe so even Spider Coconut. Gwen, Spider Gwen, by yeah. that rationale, is a derivative. Yeah. Miles is a derivative, but all the 55 other nope. fucking versions of Peter are Miles? not. Miles is a derivative because Miles Morales, who's Miles Morales in a fucking in the main Marvel universe for for New York City? Fuck if we know. I don't think we've ever met him. He might not even exist. And that's the multiverse, quote unquote, rules. Not everybody technically exists. Maybe he died infant fucking death syndrome in the crib. Not to get super dark. But the reason why I'm going down that dark path is because Batman... Batman, Batman, even Batman is getting in on the multi-verse fucking uh, shenanigans. And you might think that I am talking about the upcoming uh, movie, The Flash and Friends, because we are getting not one, but two confirmed... Oh, Charlie, cover your ears, because I know you haven't watched trailers. We're getting at least two Batman uh, That didn't upcoming- work at all! <laughs> We're getting at least two of these mother pointy-eared bastards in the Flash movie. But I'm not talking about that. I am talking about over in the fucking funny books, Batman number 135. Joker Ben Woo! is Ben Riley is not a derivative. He is something worse. He is a derivative oh. clone. Ugh. Don't get me started on clones. That um, sweater's but yeah, tits, Bat- you know it. Why do I like <laughs> Bat- outerwear so much? I don't know. <laughs> Leather jackets. It could also blue crop it could default tops. to a blanket in a pinch. You're like, oh, I'm going to take a little nap on the couchy. Um, 
Stop taking me off my point. Batman 135 has fucking hit the stands. And Charlie, if someone just described this issue to you, you would have had two thoughts. Where am I going to pick up both of my copies? And two, John is going to hate this. Uh, and, and rarely, uh, as is the case, you would be wrong. I fucking loved this issue, bro. Um, not only because it is the culmination, really, of the Chip Zdarsky run uh, for this arc. Uh, who's a who's a pimp? He did amazing things with Daredevil, and he's doing just as amazing shit, if not more amazing, uh, with the Batman. Um, but and, and here's the other thing too. I just want to touch on this. So uh, the cover is gonna say Batman 135, but legacy legacy numbering. It's like Batman 900. On the it's nose, yep. like Batman has been running like a fucking champ through the field, like Laura Ingalls Wilder headed to school through the, the through the daisies. Um, it's unbelievable, Charlie. It is such a great comic. For anyone who's going to pick it up and read it, uh, and you want to avoid spoilers, now is the time to mute me. You can just look at me in my beautiful, glorious cardigan. It's fucking cold out today. It's not my fault. Blame Mother Nature. Um, this is a dope comic because, again, uh, we, we have... Chip has Batman chasing down, uh, red-faced McGillicuddy. Uh, the who's like, oh, Joker, he's, which made he's my somebody eyes roll new. when I first heard... But yeah, he's like, he's just really a variation uh, of, like, we have the Joker from Twitch. Actually, Joker's spending a lot of time over Wait on kick.com. We gotta get Joker and the Sergeant together on a co-stream. Wait, um, wait. Joker Charlie? stream is a variant. Joker's, Joker's not thus, a... Joker's a variant. a derivative. No, thus, no, no. Charlie, start you taking don't notes. Like, you don't like Joker? Start... Taking notes. This is breaking news. John doesn't like Joker Stream. That must make me Joker Stream's favorite host of this program. Charlie, so uh, you're doing respect. You're doing a poor job, and you are so transparent. I can see the proton packs behind you. Joker ain't gonna fall for that shit. He's got super sanity. Get your shit together, bro. Um, I don't know. But again, like I was trying to say, like I was trying. <laughs> Joker, come on, man, don't fall for it. Um, like I was trying to say, Charlie, this comic is fucking dope. Again, earmuffs if you don't. <laughs> Ear, that's some Joker shit right there. Son Sarge, I need you to swing in, bro. Sarge, this is where you're dropping. Um, <laughs> Charlie, the fucking the 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 issue is bonkers and they did it the exact right way they're not derivatives they are multiverse variants of batman now here's the thing i don't want it to get twisted because we know okay batman is chasing a version of joker uh, all over the damn place and like a very typical narrative oh the city gotham is in danger only batman can save the day not the 72 robins but indeed, only fucking Batman. Not only did Redhead McGillicuddy fucking pull a Rick Grimes on my boy and cut his hand off. Not only did he fucking hit tracks. He didn't say, I'm going to cross town. I'm going to take the river across the metropolis. He said, no, no, no. I'm going to other realities to hide from this maniac running around dressed up like a bat. And Charlie, he did it. So the variants that I'm talking about are not like what Marvel is doing and throwing 52 versions of Spider-Man. You're like, oh, Spider-Man, but in a trench coat. Oh, Spider-Man, but he talks in pig Latin. Oh, Spider-Man, but he's a pig. John Mulaney, looking at you. Um, No, 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 no. They are giving us variants that we already know. 
So the Batman from issue 135 is running through uh, the multiverse, the, the Batman multiverse, and Charlie, he is bumping into Adam fucking West. He is bumping into, uh, um, uh, he's pumping into the, the Dark Knight uh, fucking version of Batman. He is bumping into Batman, variations of Batman that we know from other fucking places and it is unbelievable. I, I, it's I Batman tell commiserating you. with Batman. It is honestly the most fun. And I'm not a huge Batman mark. I appreciate him for what he is. A fucking mental case. Which I appreciate. But but Batman times infinity talking to each other as I suspect he largely does. Charlie, it was a great fucking time. What a great issue. John, the fact that the comic book goes through and calls out, like, some of these universes, Joker's dead. And then it was, like, Injustice Universe, the Arkham Knight oh. games, the fuck, like, I, I... All different formats, fucking TV uh, Batman, I'm video game Batman. Th Yikes. Throwing off, throwing off your uh, derivative versus multiversal variant... Terry from Batman Beyond was was an important key player. John, I I popped. I literally every second page just I fangirled. There was and just something I don't know, there. I don't know about you, but since we're in spoiler territory, and yeah, this you I'm... even spoiled before I read it, you were like you were like one of the Batman hands him a spare suit. One of the Batman hands him his belt off his body when they did the reveal and the reveal is gray and blue Batman, but like modern ass kicker treaded boots. I literally was like, yeah, out loud. I audibly, <laughs> I just made Jameson bark in the background audibly. I, I celebrated what Ugh. felt like for the 900th issue. It felt like Batman was back. Like, a Batman informed by all the other Batmen, it might be the what, what do they call it in Rick and Morty? Like he's the Batmaniest Batman. Like oh, he a is hat now, on a hat. Oh my god, it just fucking was amazing. I will say this. Uh oh. Part of me was disappointed there wasn't like a splash page of like all the reject Batmans, like poor Val Kilmer Batman hanging out with Chris O'Donnell, like Joker See? said. Um, this is the, the... this is where you know that our fucking DNA runs deep because that <laughs> was your version of the door slipping. Charles like, oh my god, this is amazing! I ninety nine point nine percent love this. But you know what would have been really cool? Fucking Charlie just trying to worm his way in. I can't to the help Screenwriters it. Association. Charles like, fuck it. I just want to go on strike. I just want to. Here's go the dark. Here's the darkest truth. Here's the darkest thing I'll tell you guys. Come in. Come close. Come close. Listen up. Look at me deep Wear right gloves, here. though. I'm clearly a derivative of John. I am just... They were like, what if he's chubby and young? Let's make him a fat fuck. A little bit younger. He doesn't step on as many shot glasses. And he has all the allergies. Charlie, That's it, um... Man. Let me say this. The sidekick is one of the most cherished... Of roles in all of comic bookdom, nay, dare I say, podcast the world over. So myself 
our beloved viewers and, and audio files out there, we forgive you. We forgive you, my friend. And uh, I hate to say this, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw it right back to the top of the show. Derivative characters are only accepted if the original is eliminated. <laughs> Yay! I live! I live! <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, look, the, 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 the issue was dope. And, and this is something that is very, very rare because this is part of a run. Um, you don't got to read the run to appreciate this comic. This is an issue that you can kind of put, uh, pick up, you bag it, put it on the shelf. You could read it at any point. You honestly don't really need because the caper of it all is so familiar. Uh, if you're any kind of a Batman or superhero fan at all, uh, you're like, yep, no, I get it. Bad guy's running around. He's going to destroy the city. You got it. Uh, I'm already caught up. Like literally the comic book version of the credits opening. Um, as we like to reference here, but just a I don't dynamite, know if I dynamite skipped comic. I don't know if I skipped it because I was very excited to read the issue, like, right before we went live. Um, mm, I could have really gone for, like, one of those 1998, like, page ones, where I was like, last <laughs> time on the Batman comic, just because I was like, is this main timeline Batman? Because he is missing a fucking hand, and who the fuck is Crimson? And it took, like, four pages to be like, oh, that is regular Batman, and clearly, this is uh, yeah. insane, Joker. The, the, yeah, and like he got he got a quick robot hand. Like he didn't he didn't fall into that Rick Grimes category. But um, look, the the truth of the matter is that um, you are going to get these situations that pop up where you are instantly reminded about why you like not just a character but the format. And um, look, with as much money as being spent all over the place. With the situation happening with the writers out there um and frankly with our attention being fractured as much as it is you absolutely need the the you need the refresher of why ultimately the source the font of uh the all this shit that we love um the four color funny book does it better than almost anybody it, they really fucking do will this eventually make it into another medium Absolutely, I can see that, especially with DC animation being what it is. You can absolutely see this getting new life in a different flavor. Uh, but just a great fucking story. Uh, I highly, highly recommend it. As much as Charlie recommends you avoid that Superboy bullshit going on uh, over a fucking uh, um, over a, uh, Connorland, um, we I think we both I can speak for Charlie yes. here because he's my derivative. Uh, we both <laughs> highly, highly recommend picking up and reading this book. Uh, and look, I mean, to, to go all the way backwards, uh, we, we both give our very much our support uh, to the working writers out there. You guys give us what we love. We appreciate you and uh, and we support you. So that all being said, Charlie, do us all a favor and tell the good people how we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics Cast. Would you... Well, there's just a couple quick steps because first, you gotta turn the power on. Then you gotta turn that volume up. Then you gotta tune. Bad Mary in. Open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Say you're my space girl. <laughs> <laughs>